It's time for State of Play with David Adam, brought to you by Tri-City Sports and Excel Performance and Training. And here's David Adam. That's right. It is me, David Adam, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the editor at Muddy River News, and I've also coached youth sports for a little more than four decades. And today we are talking about golf on the podcast. And joining me is Gideon Smith, the head golf professional at Quincy Country Club. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, tell our listeners about your background in golf. I mean, where did you play? How did you get involved? How long have you played? Uh, great question. Um, I've played for a good portion of my life. Uh, my dad played. Uh, that was always the, the start into uh, many kids' careers, of, I guess, in the golf, you know, and more mine was more, you know, riding in the cart. I grew up in Southern California, so uh, we're part of Southern California. So I grew up about forty-five minutes from Palm Springs. So okay. I was more in a rural area. Uh, it's hot a lot. Um, my first love was baseball, uh, but then again, you know, all summer long I would go out with my dad after work, um, play. My job was to look for golf balls while him and his buddies hit the balls into the stuff. <laughs> and then I kind of figured out, um, I started playing a little bit. Uh, I had a little bit of success um, as a, a junior. And then, uh, but my high school didn't have golf, uh, oh, wow. which is in Southern California is kind of wild that you yeah. would think that a school in Southern California wouldn't have golf, but we did not. So I played high school baseball my four years. Uh, Decided that um, I'd had enough with baseball in this in that sense, but I worked at a golf course since I was like 15. Um, so you know, I kind of started uh, with groups of players. You know, I learned to play with adults at an early childhood. Played a lot of junior golf tournaments. Um, I walked on to Riverside Community College golf team um, my first year, made the starting five, uh, and you know, I had some success. And then I transferred to. Western Illinois University, which was a huge culture shock. I was going to just say, how, wow, to go from Palm Springs and Riverside Community College to Western Illinois, that had to be a, a major change for you. Uh, the ground is flat, and I'd never seen so many trees in my life. Uh, I learned how to hit it really straight um, after probably about two or three tournaments. I had to learn how to control my golf ball a little bit uh -huh. better. Uh, but And then um, from Western, uh, I met my wife at Western. We moved to St. Louis where I worked as an assistant for six years at Greenbrier Hills Country Club in Kirkwood, Missouri. And then uh, we had the opportunity to come up here. I worked as an assistant for two individuals, Lynn Rosley, who is a Hall of Famer here at the, in the golf world of Quincy, and then another gentleman named, named J.C. Anderson. And then um, I got to become the head golf professional then. So. And so how long have you been at the, at the country club? So I've been there since 2002. Okay. So um, it's kind of funny. You know, my when we moved here, my daughter was one. And she'll be 21 this year, so that's crazy uh, how time flies when you're having a lot of fun. So tell the listeners, what do you do? What is your, okay, golf professional? Yes. What exactly does that mean for people who are listening to this broadcast? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we wear, as golf professionals, lots of caps. We... Um, It'd be nice if you were just giving lessons every day, right? For sure. I mean, and that would be part of it. Uh, we do give lessons, um, obviously, and we also run golf tournaments. Uh, we're your psychologist when you have a bad day. Uh, we do way more than just golf. Uh, you're there, you're purchasing, you're running inventories. 
uh, you're managing a business, you're managing a facility, uh, managing employees. Uh, so there is a lot more. And then you do get the opportunity. Uh, I do like to compete still in our section, uh, and I've had success. And so um, both at the section level, and I've been able to make a few national tournaments uh, through the PGA, so that's always been fun. Uh, but, yeah, we wear multiple hats in the golf industry other than just standing behind the counter and looking pretty, I guess. <laughs> So, I've got a child. Let's say I've got a, a four, three or four-year-old, uh-huh. and I'd like for my child to get into golf. I thought it was interesting that you had said that you didn't really start playing with any regularity, it sounds like, until really you're like your baseball career was over, correct? True. I mean, I played during the summer, uh, but that was just because my dad took me out and played, and I just – and then I found some other juniors to play with. But if you have a three- or a four-year-old... Yeah. Uh, what is, is there a right time to introduce your kid to the game of golf? I think that at three or four, um, you know, you're getting them kind of out there. We, we start our juniors in our junior program at between three and four years old. No uh, it's plastic clubs. It's a lot of running around. Uh, my staff does an amazing job with these kids. Um, they have they hit a plastic or a, a like a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. It sticks to a target, uh, and so with that being said, um, they're getting touches to the club early. But more than anything, there's that hesitation as a kid. You know, I mean, we go some lessons where kids won't hit the ball because they're nervous. This is their first time around uh, on the golf course or whatever it might be. Um, between five and eight, you know, the kids are starting to. We're using real clubs. Uh, they can go about a hole or two. Uh, we had just had our junior club championship, and we played them three holes. And by the third hole, they're kind of, you know, they're chasing each other around or whatever. Chasing you know, the, the butterflies. Yeah, I mean, the, the concentration level, and we're not expecting anything phenomenal, but we want them there at the golf course. We want that experience. I think that uh, through most models, you're looking at kids at between the ages of 11 and probably 13, 14, when they start to develop, and they start to either, A, get the bug. They are looking at what potentially, um, you know, if they enjoy golf or, you know, and they're starting to grow, and they and that's when you start to see the bug, and you see the biggest jump in skill set. So if I've got a kid, getting him out there at three or four, I'm not expecting them to be like little Tiger Woods thumping the ball down the middle of the fairway every day. I mean, you're just – just be a part – just, just – Come out and enjoy the course. When is it time for uh, a parent or a coach to take little Johnny Golfer and say, "Okay, we're we're tired. We're going we're going to graduate from the plastic clubs. We're going to get a little more serious about this." What? How does that graduate that that graduation go from plastic clubs to I'm playing, you know, junior golf when I'm 12, 13 years old and I'm hitting the ball like a regular golfer? Good question. I mean, everybody's different, obviously. Um, you pr- you've said you've coached multiple sports. You know, you know that um, as a parent, you know, hey, I want to introduce them to this. Uh, we see it more real clubs and being able to hit the ball and play a few holes with mom and dad or, you know, uh, we use a modified course at the club. Um, explain what a modified course would so be. So a modified course is so our five- to eight-year-olds play 30% of a real hole. So they're playing the same par as you are, but at 30%. 
uh, when they get to 9 to 11, it's about 75% of a hole. And some of those kids have already developed a little, a little faster. So they can go to a, a regular tee, maybe your most forward tee. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to push a kid and go, hey, you're going to tee off from my tee with me at 8 years old because that's like a par 12. Right. I mean, what right. fun put, is that? Put, put them on the senior tee if you're going to, you know. Right, absolutely. Put them on the tee somewhere. Yeah, you want to move them forward. You want to see them score. You want to see uh, – them enjoying themselves, not just kind of whapping it along and just getting in the rough the whole time. So, um, yeah, I would say, you know, your eight to 10 year olds, you start to see a little bit of development where they're having some fun with it. Why should my, tr- my kid play golf? Well, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, first of all, I'm very partial to it, but, sure. uh, they're outdoors. Think of it as a, f- in a family aspect. They're a captured audience for two hours. We're always fighting for time with our family. So if you can have them on a golf course, they're captured there for two hours. Uh, That's the reason I play with my dad. And I'm 56 years old, and my dad's 78. And one of the reasons I – probably the main reason I play is I get to spend two to four hours with my dad. And we can talk about anything. My guess is that's even more critical when you're 10. Sure. And – both parents generally work or, or doing something, and they're fighting for time with uh, with their kids. So uh, that's a fantastic time. Um, you know, once you're out there, being outdoors is so important uh, in the development of any kid versus be, uh, it's a pretty safe haven, you know, at a golf course. I mean, I know for our from our instance and for, you know, I know I can speak for, you know, probably generally the folks over at Westview, you know, those kids are in good hands. I mean, they're out there. Are they going to get in a little mischief? Sure. All kids do. Um, but, you know, you, you monitor them. We want to know where they are at all times. Their parents want to know that we know that where they are. And uh, it's a good place to be outside and enjoying the outdoors when you can. Let's take a break to let our listeners know about our sponsors. First, Tri-City Sports is not just a soccer store. You can find the best selection of your Quincy High School and Quincy Notre Dame fanware to root on your favorite team in the store at 535 Main in the Main Center. Need screen-printed apparel for your business, organization, fundraiser, or sports team? Call them for details at 217-224-2489, and they also carry all of your soccer needs. Also, no matter the age or fitness level, Excel Performance Health and Wellness has a program for you. It offers a youth sports development class, a sports enhancement program, personal training, and online training. They create custom programs that will give you the best results you're looking for, Contact Excel at 217-214-3482. So, now we've got the kids interested. We've played with mom and dad. We've, got, we've graduated from the plastic clubs. that We'd like to go out on a Sunday afternoon and play with mom and dad. How do you decide, or how can you help somebody to decide to make the decision to get into competitive golf? We're going to play in um, the, the Tri-State Junior Golf Association, or, hey, I might even want to play in Little People's. Uh, how do I – how does that – transit when is the good time to make that move a good time for any junior to play is uh at an early state i mean you know get them out there um it's not for everybody i get that uh we have multiple people who start at uh, i think what little people's is you know they've got five to seven year olds or, or maybe even younger, even younger uh and they're playing the par three course which is fantastic uh that's a great way to start it uh, but if you are looking at, so I take, for example, my son is 12, my youngest. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is um, showing some interest in golf in the sense of 
he's got seven friends that he plays golf with. Is he ready for golf tournaments? I think he could do, you know, something locally for nine holes. He, he's not going to make 18 holes, and it's not because of fitness or anything like that. It's just more he um, – maybe he hasn't developed mentally as fast as some other kids who can do 18 holes, but he's going to enjoy nine holes. Um, get them out there. If they like it, they're going to, you know, they're going to enjoy competitive golf. Um, some kids don't enjoy competitive golf. We have um, PGA Junior League. It's our start to uh, somewhat competitive golf. It's here in town. Uh, Westview or Mark Christensen has a couple. He has four teams. River Valley has a team over in Canton, Hannibal Country Club. We have two, and Pittsfield has one. And it's two-person scramble teams. It's The competitiveness is really light, yet they're still competing. Right. And those kids know where they stand, and those are ages 7 to 13. And they know where they stand within a match. You know, they're three-hole increments, and they play for uh, match play but in a scramble atmosphere. So they're not out there on their own. They don't have to worry about one bad hole or a meltdown or anything like that. Uh, so that's always a, an option to get kids kind of started. Um, and then once they start to, you start to see them get into the junior high and things like that, then you start to see the interest level go up competitively. There are some kids who like to play competitive golf at a younger age, but I'm going to say that the majority of when they start getting a little bit more competitive and it they, a little bit of want to compete at uh, bigger levels, it's probably when you get to that uh, seventh, eighth into high school range. One of the neat things I think about golf that is not the case with most sports is, is, is twofold. Number one, it's a, it's a sport you're going to play most of your – you can play all, your whole life. You're not going to play football your whole life. You're not going to play basketball. I mean, you can, but, you you know, most people are done playing basketball uh, – Younger than me, mm-hmm. all right. We'll just go. We'll go that route. But golf, you can play, and you know, as, as long as you want. Also, the other thing that I think has been int- that I've seen that's interesting is there are are many youths who don't get started until junior high, high school level, college. Pi- yeah, but the, you didn't really start playing much. Yours on a regular basis. You didn't start playing until college. But I think that's a fascinating aspect about the sport that if you do have a child who is like I'd like to try it. It's there's really no bad time to start, is there? No, never a bad time to start. I mean, you can. I mean, obviously, we have members who join or are coming out that are starting in their 30s and 40s and 50s. Um, but there's no bad time for any junior to start. Uh, it's just a matter of lowering the expectation, I suppose, of what that individual can do. I mean, we're not going to have the greatest thing at four years old they may show um some interest in it and whatnot it you know it's just like any sport the overbearing push of uh trying to create that elite athlete at too young of a state and let them try them all see what they think and go from there because one of the things that happens is you have kids who are multiple sport athletes they might be playing two and three sports how do you, as someone who works with these students, try to fit, try to help them fit golf into the rest of their athletic lives? I'm guessing you probably have multiple kids who are two and three sport athletes. Absolutely. I mean, and at this at that age that we're talking, you know, the seven to junior high age or whatnot, they should be, you know, if they're interested in them all, 
Try them all. You don't know which one you're, is going to stick, and you don't know which one you're going to enjoy. Uh, we we fight for time. Uh, you we see our biggest push uh, or fighting for time is for us is in baseball, and then it's going to be fall football or whatnot. Uh, so we have them for kind of the obviously it's an outdoor sport. We have them for summer. We do have an indoor facility at at our facility uh, where we're able to hit indoors and work on the, the basics. But, uh, you know, that person, if they're going to do a winter sport, fine. If they're going to do two summer sports, you know, we're always just fighting with baseball, I think, more than anything is, hey, uh, we're here, we're going to this baseball tournament or we're playing, uh, you know, Park District or YMCA or whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden, oh, hey, we have Sunday afternoon where we can go and potentially play golf with our with the family or Wednesday evening or whatever it might be. Cost. What's it going to take for me to get my kid involved? I know you've got greens fees. You've got, you've got to buy clubs. How, how, much, how much time how, and what should I be spending on equipment based on – and I, I'm sure that's – again, that will change as your child – develops but give people an idea who may be thinking do i want my kid to try this or not what kind of cost is involved good question uh at, at a young age it seems like you're changing sets constantly because uh, they grow i mean they're growing uh so you're trying to get in um i would say u.s kids makes a great product and they are you know roughly two or three hundred dollars that's a set i mean that's seven clubs generally uh, we always try to fit a fraction longer on the club. You know, you can actually fit ki- cut, bleh, sorry, kids at this age for, for clubs in the sense of by height. Um, we're not trying to give them the most expensive thing in the world. We're trying to keep it as cost effective. And if you have other families that you know that play golf and they have older kids, the hand-me-down is fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the hardest kid to fit for uh, – is that kid who's the, we call them a tweener. They're in between a teenage and uh, still a youth. Uh, and they, don't, especially boys, they don't want to do like a lady set. Uh, a men's set's too long and heavy. And so you really struggle in that aspect. Uh, and, now, and now you're starting to get into some cost. Um, green fees are another thing. Uh, most places, I think, kind of discount for kids to go out there on the golf course. Westview has an amazing pass opportunity for kids you know for the third nine mm-hmm. uh you know we don't even charge kids to ride in a cart with a parent if their parent brings them out because and we charge the parents you know hey if you played four holes where it's four dollars i mean we're not going to charge them a whole nine holes because the last thing you want to do is drag a kid along who doesn't want to be out there because then they're kind of like eh, i don't know about this for me you know so um but going back to cost it I mean, the sky's the limit in any sport, but you're going to be between $200 and um, and as they get older, it can get obviously as high as you want to go. How much time would you recommend that a, a junior golfer play? And, and, and there's there's playing and then there's practicing. How often should they be at the golf, golf course? And how much of that time should be spent playing the game and how much of that time is spent chipping and putting and hitting balls into mats? So then – are you let's clarify are you okay. talking about a specific player like age group or is it just uh like an eight-year-old or i'm gonna let you answer that question okay. in the way that's best for you <laughs> okay that sounds good um i'm gonna say that any kid that is 
showing a little bit of interest that's probably under the age of 12. It is a little bit of range time. You know, if you're going out to hit balls, it doesn't need to be next to the rock pile just hitting ball after ball after ball. Uh, it should be a little bit um, of putting and chipping. And then the rest of it should be really fun. You know, getting on the golf course, riding in the cart, um, you know, hey, run through the bunker. Obviously, somebody's going to have to go rake it, and you're going to have to teach them how to rake it eventually. Don't go into so, the water. No, no. Um, I think at Cedar Crest, I think one of my kids' shoes are still at the bottom of the mud in <laughs> Cedar Crest. So, uh, But once they get to the uh, that older state, it is probably uh, – 30 or 40 percent range time, 40 or 50 percent putting chipping time, and then the rest would be, you know, playing time. Gotcha. Until they get to tournament season. Then it changes different to different aspects. Okay. It should be 30 or 40 percent putting and chipping time, a little bit of range time, the majority of it, because you want to perform your best when it's tournament time. Mm -hmm. So obviously out of season, you're looking at uh, a little bit more training time. And then now, you know, as you get older, it's in the gym. It's not just golf specific, you know, you're working out, you're training, you're working specific muscles. So now you got to work those aspects in as you get older as well. I have a hard time knowing where to go with this next question. But the fact is, is that you read studies that said, that says, the number of people who are playing golf is declining all across the country. Then you read, I just read some studies the other day that showed that the number of people who are playing golf has risen because it was one of the one things you could actually get out and do during the pandemic. Where does the status, and not necessarily the state of golf itself, but in regard to juniors in this, in this community, do you think there are, for a, a town of 40,000 people, are there enough people playing the game of golf to keep it rich and, and strong and vibrant here in Quincy? Well, Quincy is a big golf town, and it's always had good um, junior tradition of golfers, and it still continues. Uh, it's the one thing in the last couple of years that we've been able to do outside. Uh, so golf did r rise. Uh, it was on the decline. Uh, and, you know, with COVID, I mean, or the pandemic, it was able to go up. From a junior standpoint – we're always still fighting for kids to, to play. Uh, it's getting them out. Um, when the golf courses get a little bit busier, it probably gets a little bit more challenging to get kids out. Um, but the juniors are still out there. They're still playing. And uh, you still are seeing great golfers coming out of Quincy. And so I would say that the junior golf, it may not have risen like huge amounts, but it's still sustaining and doing very well within our community. If there was one thing about the sport that I'm sure you hear all kinds of things that people talk to you about why their kid doesn't get involved or why, you know, why they don't spend the amount of time that they, that they, that, that they probably should. Is there um, any, any myth about youth golf that you go, I just want to make sure everybody understands that this is not true about youth golf. Uh, wow, that's a good question. Uh, a myth about youth golf. Well, you, golf is hard in general. It's just that little white ball or yellow ball or red ball just stands there and laughs at you, it feels like at times. So n anybody that tells you that golf's going to be easy is, you know, it's not true. But 
the reward of hitting that ball that one time in one shot brings you back. And we can all relate to that. So as a youth, when they see that ball go up in the air for the first time or go further than they've ever hit it before, it's a hook. And they're hooked into it. And so the myth would be that we're losing uh, if we're losing kids to other sports, but yet I still see um, golf growing. Thank you. Thank I you. I mean, you taking the time to come down here and talk with us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. This has been fantastic. Well, I just know that there are an awful lot of good good golfers in this in this city. I always worry, you know, are there enough good young golfers in this city? But you're telling me. Hey, we're doing okay. We're doing fantastic. But keep coming, bringing them out to our courses. We love to see them. Appreciate the time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can catch other podcasts about youth sports by clicking on the podcast link on our website at muddyrivernews.com.